It is so well defined what we have to do today. We gotta go to work. We gotta do all right, everyone. NFL in London. Uh, Wade and Ryan here. Uh, oh man, we got lots to talk about. It what is a week! Week nine review. Both of our teams lost, but uh, first of all, everyone lost. Everyone. We, we all were losers. Except the, the, I think the only winner of this week were the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and Aaron Rodgers. Because every single player or every team that we thought was good is terrible now. Yeah. And uh, the Bucks just sat back. Tom Brady on his throne, like yeah. Like he's watching the like all those screens, like the people who are running the world. He's got nine arms. Just he's yeah. just moving. That's what he was doing that night, just watching it all play out as he. Intended. But angry too, because Tom Brady is coming off a loss, and he's going to be motivated after that loss. But um, it, it was the weirdest week of football. Crazy like. week, and and we knew going into it because we knew. You know, it was the week that felt like a year going on with the Aaron Rodgers stories, with Miller, with everything going on in the Raiders organization. You know, it was one of those sort of topsy-turvy weeks. And then the games come and you're like, what the hell? Yeah, within like 10 minutes of some of my bets, you're like, oh, well, this one's out. Like yeah. The, the Cowboys game. Um, yeah, well, let's get into it. We'll start, we'll start, with, let's start with that one. Uh, man, look. And this is a 30 to 16 game, but let's be honest, this was not a 30 to 16. No, it was 30 to nothing. It was 30 to nothing. And I think all of us, I mean, I was bet as a betting man, I, you sort of look at it and go, I don't, there was no way I would have predicted this. There was I, no I bet Dallas because I was like, for a few reasons, I was like, first of all, they traded Vaughn, you trade your like leader of your team. It's basically a signal to everyone on your team, like, oh, well, we don't really think yeah. we can do it. You got the number one offense in the league pretty much coming back with their quarterback who was literally on fire the whole entire season put up like 400 yards and then their defense which has been this beast it's just like it literally was sitting there being like take me yeah like, i imagine vegas must have just cleaned up this week i well, they must have like the, the number of games that what people must have bet this or people who bet the bills so yeah. like just an absolute shit kicking people took i mean they actually took the upset vegas cleans up every week i think the big thing too is the denver broncos defense Half the guys were missing. Half the starters yeah. are missing. And, you, and you're right. The motivation. Squad, the motivation. But these guys were motivated as hell. It was one of those things. It was insult. I think basically saying you're nothing without Von Miller. Plus it was in Dallas. So yeah. It just, it just, then, then they lost Zeke during the game. Yeah. With an injury and just Dak just looked completely lost and all the talk like this this offer with CD Lamb and CD Lamb's been quite invisible the last few weeks he hasn't yep. really especially what we saw in the preseason and how it started and you know it just it was just I guess one of those weeks this always happens in the NFL yeah I guess it was just shocking that it happened to everyone on the same week well I mean we all know that the half season the midway through the season there's always these hiccups there's always these stretches and there's also people teams that play beyond their own capability. I mean, I think the Denver Broncos... Any played, given Sunday. It is. And the Denver Broncos played like a caged animal. They were wounded. They were wounded and coming and ferocious. The running game. I mean, you never expect that running game, but I don't yeah. think that running game will happen again. It's one of those things. It was an aberration, yeah, I think. Teddy Bridgewater looked great. It just, yeah. it just was a disaster from the get-go. And there's nothing... You just got to brush these ones off. You can't really... Yeah. But they're, they're, as a fan, who what happened to my team, is now there's this... There's this thought in the back of your head, just like, are we shit? Yeah. Because yeah. I thought we were really good, and now I feel that way about my team. Some people in the Cowboys must be like, maybe we're not as good as we thought we it's were. It's like being in a relationship with a hot girl. You're always questioning it. You yeah. never know what's going to happen. I've never been in one, so. Yeah. <laughs> um, Battle of Ohio. Ooh, man, this was ugly. And I mean, we, we talk about it again. Again, ugly this is again. over in like 10 minutes. But this is a game like. I always said, I, I don't, yeah, bet, I don't bet the Ohio matches. These, you never know. It's like it's like stepping into a fight in Walmart. You're not going to get involved. You, you don't even know what the hell is happening. So why even bother get involved? With the dust up. Just keep walking and film it. Um, the Bengals absolutely humiliated. Baker 
flying high. Yeah, the Ryan Odell. That's the story of the whole yeah. thing. It's like just like last year when Odell went out, they went on a tear and then they ended up making the playoffs. Yeah, won a playoff game. The Giants, in their whole entire time they had him, one playoff appearance. He had like 20 yards in that game. He's the, That's the thing about Odell is like everyone's like comparing him, trying to compare him to Randy Moss, which mm-hmm. is ridiculous because Randy Moss was not hurt like he was. Yeah. Hadn't been banged up. Randy Moss was on a crap Raiders team who then went to the Patriots and dominated. Yeah. So there's all this talk like, oh, now Odell to the Patriots will be back to old Odell. I don't think there's going back to old Odell. There's always, there's only just Odell, and what he is is he's a destroyer of teams. Yeah. He's the Thanos of teams. He just gets in there and just wipes out any progress. It just... It's, it's a weird thing. So I think he just showed, like, he went on waivers. Nobody claimed him. I think, um, and, you know, you look if at... If he was as good as he said he was, some team with the playoff chances would have said, yeah, let's take him. Sure. I mean, I mean he's almost like an NFT. You know, he's famous for that one yeah, catch. Yeah. But when you actually look at him, you know, he's had some good seasons. There's no comparison to Randy Moss. Randy Moss was a definitive monster yeah, who you scared the hell out of you. It's like, oh, no, second Randy Moss. second receiver of all time. Like, and you know you're throwing the ball at Randy Moss is coming down with it. You know, yeah. he was also smoking weed. He was edgy. You love Randy Moss. Yeah, Randy you love Moss. him. But Cincinnati, this game, I mean, you sort of wonder, the Cincinnati Bengals, they lose to the Jets, and you go, what the hell is happening with the Bengals? You get yeah. smoked by the Browns, and you go, what the hell yeah, is that, happening? Your defense, the defense is just not there. Again, that's the thing. We, we, that's the weird thing about what's going on in the NFL, is that right now, we're halfway through the season, and every team's like, I don't know. Like, yeah. You got Lamar, who's now doing comebacks left and right, which he couldn't do these first couple years. It's just again, and they had the Bengals. Everyone got super excited when they laid that beating on the on the Ravens. Yeah, and they just the Bengals have just been terrible the last couple of weeks. Ever since I picked Joe Burrow up off the waivers, it's been yeah. a disaster. It's um, blame, blame your fantasy. Yeah, so um, it's just listen. Chubb was great. Chubb was dominant. He's yeah. got COVID now, which uh, is great. Yeah, great for um, fantasy. Great for my team too. Um, but again. The Cincinnati defense has just not shown up the last couple of weeks, and Joe Burrow gained 16 points against a Cleveland, good Cleveland defense, but you're at home. You've got to score more points than that. Yeah, I mean, look, <clears throat> Cleveland is a running team. You know, that's it. Baker Mayfield is not a passing. He, he, as much as he was Peoples-Jones or whatever, he, it was the running game that did this for them. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals overwhelmed by a superior Cleveland Browns defense and offensive line. I mean... Let's give it to Cleveland for that. They can really, they can protect themselves, and they've got a good D to come at them. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, Joe Burrow, I mean, there's too many missing pieces. The Cincinnati defense, ooh. Yeah, I don't know what happened to it, because there was all talk. Like maybe this defense is turning it around. Yeah. Maybe they're for real. And it just feels like, yeah, the Bengals are just on a free fall right now. So hopefully they got to get good game next week. Hopefully they can. This is a game I thought would be an upset. I actually called Minnesota to potentially win this game, and they almost did. Uh, Baltimore, Minnesota trading shots, but it's Kirk Cousins in the yeah. end. It's, it's just, Kirk Cousins. It feels like, yeah, it just feels like Zimmer's going to go. He's going to get fired. And then if you're then, like, do you go with Ky- I just, I think it's coming to an end. Like, he's got all the weapons in the world. All the weapons are and there. you can't win. The, Zimmer's supposed to be the defensive guy. You're giving up 34. But again, you're playing the Ravens. Yeah. They do like the score. But the real story is just Lamar is just the comeback king. Yeah. It's like three 10-point comebacks he's had in the last, like, six games or something. Maybe all year. He's been fantastic. He's even in the MVP conversation. Yeah, for sure. We're talking about. So Ravens are looking like the class of the AFC right now. But again, they're beatable. Oh, yeah. It's no. just that's what I mean. The AFC just feels like who's the best? The Titans without Derrick Henry? Really? Yeah. It's, so you, it's, you don't really think because when you look at the AFC and you think, oh, definitive. And then you start looking at the NFC and you go, well, the Buccaneers. Like to me, the Buccaneers and the Rams can 
thump the crap out of a lot of people. Well, you this, know? Yeah, this kind of what the NFL always wanted, right? Just for everyone to be like, I don't know who's going to win. Yeah. Anyone could win. Yeah, and that's... Not unlike any other sport in, in, in the world, pretty yeah. much. This is the year where you look... And you're just like, I have no idea what's going to happen. It's not the same year as when we had a Kansas City Chiefs team that was steamrolling or a Packers team that was steamrolling. I mean, you know, the Packers obviously got beat and they've struggled in, in games. So, I mean, have and then you've got the Bucks losing as well. But the Ravens are still they're giving up 30 points a lot. Yeah. So it's not like they're this Ravens defense. You know, they, they lost their left tackle again, which is going to uh, it's gonna hurt them. It's just, it's just been a crazy year. You've got to put up the points. And at least Ravens are consistently putting up 30. Almost. Yeah, and, they, and the Ravens able to stop or slow down Dalvin Cook. We know Dalvin Cook now facing yeah. lots of problems. Uh, now, obviously, there's all this drama that comes out. Things that happened a year ago are now coming out. This, you know, yeah. we don't know for sure, but we do know is so a woman came into his house, pepper sprayed him, maced him with his friend, and now he's being charged with assault. But we don't know everything. And the next girlfriends, but all of this drama coming up, just piling on for teams. It's like, why couldn't you do this in the summer? Uh, yeah, is, why couldn't you not ugly, ruin my It's an fantasy? ugly situation, just like when, just when it gets worse. But the good thing, at least the only thing you can say is when Dalvin Cook's been out, Madison stepped in and, and just dominated. <clears throat> yeah, but and he's not... now with a contract here, this is going to hurt Dalvin Cook because can you trust this guy if this comes out that he had some problems and this and gets suspended? Do you really want? Because yeah. he's going to want top running back money. And sure. what we've seen in the NFL is that's a disaster waiting yeah. to happen, giving your running back. 15, 16 million. So I'd be, I wouldn't be spreading this. Let him see where he goes. Yeah, it could be. It would be interesting to see, but hopefully all the drama gets carried away. Uh, here's a game I called as an upset. I called the New York Giants to beat the Las Vegas Raiders, and they did. They did beat them. Giants upset the Raiders. Uh, Raiders not able to get anything together. Too much drama in yeah, Raiders town. Yeah, right. Derek Carr. It doesn't surprise me, right? There's only so much a team can take. But the Giants' defense is good. And, and something like losing your coach to the, the whatever happened with Gruden, as a player, you're probably like, yeah, all right, whatever. This yeah. guy was probably... But a lot of them probably like, thank God that guy's gone. Yeah. Well, when your teammate and you go to battle with kill somebody yeah like that's a completely different thing when you, you just, you're looking at his locker every day and you just can't escape that you can yeah. move on with the coach you got another coach coming in you're not getting another henry ruggs uh well they did they signed deshaun jackson but that's what they think well yeah how many other draft picks they're and, then, and then their other first rounder yeah. yeah so he's gone uh death threats You've they, had, they've been posting like with a gun on yeah. Instagram. It's I think like, uh, there was a stat. There's Mike like, Mayock is just like, dude, are you doing any sort of research into behavior? Like, yeah. That draft he had is a disaster. We like the bad boys. Uh, but the problem is these bad boys, not very good. And, and unfortunately for the Raiders, you know, it's you need the leadership. It's tough on Derek Carr. You know, he, he had problems connecting. Hunter Renfro had a good game. But other than that, yeah, it was they just, didn't rely enough on the running game but the Giants defense let's give credit for it because the Giants defense has kept them in games and they did in this one yeah, Daniel then, Jones might suck but that defense yeah he's, he's Daniel Jones is alright like again it's going to be interesting because I could see Daniel Jones succeeding somewhere else if, if the Giants just Carolina to move on um, so but again I just think yeah Giants needed that win the Raiders this is of course they were going to lose this game let's see how they bounce back because coming off the death of someone and you're, you're going to lose that game but yeah they, yeah, so. Speaking of depth and confusion, let's talk about the NFC or, uh, NFC South. The Atlanta Falcons beat the New Orleans Saints by two points in a what the hell is going on? The Saints able to beat the Bucks. Nobody seems to. Everyone could beat the Falcons and the Falcons beat the Saints. Um, so yeah, I went against the Falcons again yeah. this week. And they, again, they win. It's just... The Falcons, uh, whatever. Uh, not a good for you. I'm never betting on them. Again, when Patterson I see them on the betting sheets, I'm like, no. 
the strange thing is here is that the much uh, talked about New Orleans Saints defense didn't really do anything here, and they were very vulnerable, especially to Cordell Patterson. Matty Ice had a good game, being able to put it together. Um, Cordell Patterson's been the story of the year, I think. Like he's been so, I mean, he's been so many teams, and he's just such a weird player. Yeah. he's just this. He's a kicker turner, but then he's a running back. Then he's a receiver. He's like a spork. He's just like he's, you don't do? really know. And he was an amazing kicker turner. Now he's just become. Like this running back, but he also caught like 120 yards yeah. this week as a receiver. It's just bizarre. He's been amazing, and yeah. it's, it's it's also going to be one of those things is that when he wants a big contract, you're like, is this an anomaly yeah. this season? Because we've seen and no one keeps Cordell Patterson. No. Well, the Bears tried to use him, and, and like, we, he was all right. He had his moments. He had he was okay, but the problem is our our offensive line was so bad, and I mean their offensive line, but we didn't use him in a proper way. I mean, it's schematics. We basically use him as a running back, and he get pummeled before he even make to the line of scrimmage. At least the way that Atlanta's using him, they're using him in sort of slot options. They're being able to move him around the field, use him as a receiver, and, and obviously Matt Ryan, a better quarterback than any well, of the Bears. The, ones. Yeah, the Falcons' whole season is explains the NFL's whole season, where you just yeah. like, are they good? I don't know. They don't yeah. seem good, but they're four and four now, so they might be good, but I don't think they're good. Now they don't even have Calvin Ridley, and they pull yeah. off this win on the road. Like it's just. So what a weird week. It's and just... Davis, the running back, he doesn't really seem to do any of the defense. But it, I think it's for the Saints. You come off a big win off over the, the Super Bowl champions. You beat Tom Brady. Everyone's like, how do you keep having their number? And then you lose to the Falcons the next week. Tom Brady obviously pissing himself laughing. Who's someone who wasn't no. uh, laughing? No. 69. Do you guys like to 69? Because that's the score of the no. Bills. 6-9, and nine, just... John King got a touchdown. It was Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, Urban Meyer looking great, even though he's got apparently a third dirty video coming out. It's, uh, um, he, it's, it's his first win on U.S. soil in four hundred days. In yeah. four hundred days, it was it was an awful, awful football game. Even if you're a Jags fan, that was an awful football game. The Bills were like their offensive line. It was basically like I was watching Patrick Mahomes in the Super Bowl. Every mm-hmm. time Josh Allen went back, they was running for his life. Or he was getting cover smashed. two blitz. Cover two blitz. And and. It's, it's funny because it feels like the same problems Josh Allen's having are the exact same problems Patrick Mahomes is having. Cover two blitz, exactly. Everyone's just doing this thing now. And, and it kind of feels like that in the whole league. It, it doesn't feel like we're seeing any deep balls. Yeah. No one's really beating anyone deep. It just feels like everyone's protecting the, the over the top. Yeah. And it, there's just looks. The Bills have absolutely no running game. They, they ignored their offensive line thinking it was good enough. And they had injuries and two two guys out on the offense. And it just it was bad. It was bad. Josh Allen was bad. The coaching was bad. The football was especially bad. Uh, but give it up for Josh Allen on the other side. Josh on the he other side. fantastic. Now, I, I was checking because DraftKings, uh, the Jacksonville defense was not. It was the cheapest one to get. But had a hell of a day. The Jacksonville defense made Buffalo look terrifying. It, it was Josh Allen on the other side. Obviously, we can talk about the sack. We can talk about the... Uh, Interception and also picking up a fumble. Great game for him. But the Bills really, to me, the coaching, it's like at halftime when you've got that problem, you have to make adjustments. If, yeah. you're a number, if you're a number one team, you have to make adjustments to go, here's what that defense is doing. Here's what we need to do. It's only freaking Urban Meyer, yeah, for God's two sake. Two weeks in a row now, you've gone the first half without scoring a touchdown. Yeah. It's Miami. 
And uh, now this week at Jacksonville. And now you get the Jets next week. And I'm worried that they're still not going to be able to do it. It's it's also not having a running game. Yeah. You can solidly rely on that. You could go back and forth because at least the Chiefs now. The no, Chiefs, but that's the thing. You see with the Chiefs. Chiefs yeah. don't have a running game either. They're having the exact, the Bills and Chiefs have the exact same problems. Except but the Chiefs, when they got their running game going, it keeps them in games. And you got to rely on it. you got mm-hmm. you got to have faith in the running game. Because otherwise, if you're just going to keep doing this and doing three and outs and getting picked... Yeah, at some point you got to put a running game together. Everyone in the NFL is so <laughs> pro pass, pro pass, pro pass. But it's the teams like we saw with Tampa last year when Leonard Fournette yeah. in the finals was able to just pound them and just hurt them. You got to have at least a semblance of yeah. balance. If you don't even can't even put the fear that you can get three yards, they're just going to come at you. Or exactly. They're just going to sit back and let you give you nothing. And it's and you got to figure it out. And Buffalo in the off season really needs to fix this running back game. It didn't seem like <clears throat> that's something I would have made an adjustment. I mean, obviously, as a coach, but you think you've got to make those adjustments and change it. Six to nine is not good. And as a Buffalo team, to get held to six points by Jacksonville, Ugh, it, was, it was the worst loss in the Sean McDermott era, without a doubt. One of the yeah. worst losses I've seen them because of how good they're supposed to be. So it was upsetting. Hopefully, they turn around against the Jets. But I, I don't know. I think it's... I'm not picking... Them to cover in that one, that's for sure. Jet, Jets, Mike White is going to be back, and it's it's going to be it's going to be all uh, happiness for Week Eleven. Let's go into the next game here, uh, another AFC game. Nipping at the heels the of New the New England Patriots are now in second place in the AFC East. Same and amount of wins as Buffalo. Definitive win here over the Carolina Panthers. Panthers, you know. The Panthers were playing very good football here, but if it weren't for friggin' Sam Darnold, <laughs> they actually might have had a chance to win this one. Um, Patriots defense really steps up here. Sam Darnold and the Panthers. Sam Darnold's bad. The, look, He's bad. The Panthers, if you look at the numbers on paper, Sanford, the Carolina Panthers are a good team. Like, yeah. if you look at the actual numbers that they play, but Sam Darnold's not good. There's a lot of mistakes here. You sort of look and go, you know what, man? Um, is this is this experiment done? Who's the most relieved is our Jets fans, right? Yeah. Because they're just like, see, he was yeah. shit. It wasn't us. It wasn't mm-hmm. Adam Gase. Adam Gase is a genius. Yeah. We should bring him back. Because apparently it's not Adam Gase. Same no, it's just all just Darnold. Yeah. He turns it over like I've never seen. Um, Mac Jones is okay. Like he, Again, their running game starting to get a bit better now. Yeah. But their defense is scary. Uh, we have Mac Jones trying to break ankles like he's in the yeah. UFC. So uh, yeah, see if he gets fined for that. I, I don't know. We'll see. They're usually pretty protective quarterbacks. But again, a good win by the Patriots. I'm a bit worried about them. They're coming. Bills have them two games in three weeks yeah. in December. So it's going to be a really exciting uh, time. So uh, they got Cleveland next week. So it's going to be good. But I think for Carolina, you're in a bad spot because you also did the 50-year option for Sam Darnold. So yeah. you're on the hook for like $20 million for this guy next year. And you're like, you did that way too early. They yeah. Jumped Maybe they were trying to boost his confidence, but not realizing he's just not good. It's like telling someone I love you on the first date. It's not going to go well yeah. uh, unless you are going to fall in love with him. But you know the Carolina Panthers really struggling there. Um, you know, they got so many talent, so much talent. Moore on the team. you got McCaffrey. Um, but he's just a real flopping dick on it. And that's unfortunate. The Patriots, so... Slow and steady wins a race. You just you grind, grind and pound, pound. Yeah, the thing I worry about the the of the Patriots is going to be when if they make the playoffs is that can you put up can you outscore someone? Can you put up thirty? Because the Patriots have not been able to put up. A lot no, they of don't points. put up points, but they don't. But make they mis- don't give up. They a don't lot make of mistakes. That's what I the mean big is in the playoffs, it's a little bit different. Uh, you're going to have to travel on the road, probably. Sure, so you're probably going to have to put up 30. Well, Mac Jones would eventually is going to we'll have see. to face a Odell, good team. If they get Odell, if they get Odell, that's going to give them a nice little... They uh, are third on the list, apparently, for Odell. Uh, we can talk what the odds are right now. The uh, odds okay. for Odell, number one, you know the number one is? 
The Seahawks. The Las Vegas Raiders okay. are the odds on. Number two are New Orleans Saints, tied at 450 with New England Patriots. Uh, after that is the Baltimore Ravens at 550. And finally, fifth place for them, Buffalo Bills. Yeah, you think if you're Odell, though, if you think if you're Odell, you're not going to go to the Saints. No, because you're not going to go to Trevor Simeon. You, if you're Odell, yeah. you want to say, I want to be like, I want to play with a good quarterback. Yeah, I want to play with a guy like Josh Allen. Like, if you want to go Mac Jones, I think Odell was more interested in playing for the Patriots when Brady was there because yeah. they had that connection, like Brady does with every mm-hmm. human being. On yeah. Earth. Um. So I, I don't know. He might go there, but then will he do the Patriot way? Because he doesn't feel like he just no. does the Odell way. Yeah. So, and that's probably the, that seems to be a problem because obviously when we look at what's going on with Cleveland and and the issues of them winning afterwards, is is there a locker room problem with him? Is there an attitude problem with him? Is he is he still living down that catch? Who knows, right? Who so, knows? I mean, it's obviously going to be a difficult thing uh, for them. But, uh, you know, Patriots move on. They get another win. Tight game in this one. I thought it, this would be a tight game. And you know what? The same Justin Herbert thwarted in the same way. Just like uh, the cover two, just they were doing Josh Allen. Eagles, well, he did have a good. He did throw for three hundred. He, he had, had a good game, but you know the Eagles got the good running game going. Uh, but they, they stay close in this one. Chargers eke out a win, 27-24. Still a tight division. Philadelphia though, Jalen Hurts. Yeah, they put good some football. fight. They got some fight in them. The Philly, they do. You know, <laughs> Jalen Hurts is you know at that home. Chargers really needed this, especially after a couple bad games they've had. Especially Herbert, he needed to have a better game. Mike Williams is still struggling a bit. Uh, which is upsetting because I keep playing him in fantasy. He's mm-hmm. killing me. Um, well, he's got he's injured. He's got but, a knee injury. But I think if you're Philly, you got to feel good. But the, whole, the thing is, Philly has potentially three first-round picks yeah. for coming into the draft, depending on what happens with Carson Wentz. Um, so they're going to be looking at who knows what the Hurts has just got to ball out. But the thing is, if you're not getting wins and you're just putting up good fantasy stats, that's not what coaches want. Coaches want to see, like, if you're going to be the franchise guy, you've got to do things that no one else in the league can do. Pull off wins coming up from behind. So if he's just going to keep putting up nice fancy numbers but losing, I just think they're going to move on from him. Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> I don't he, feel he, they're in love with him. I think he's good. I think he's been scrambling well. He's been able to put things together. The problem is that offensive line and the defense. There's no way to protect him. And at the same time, even if he does score, you just get scored on it right afterwards. So... Eagles, I think there's there's a lot of issues they've got to deal with, but I don't think Hurts is the real issue there. Of all of the quarterbacks, the new quarterbacks, he is the one putting up the most consistent points. In fact, even I've had him in fantasy. That's what I mean. He's doing well in fantasy. Yeah. But again, he, it's he, on his legs and his arms. you got to get wins. Uh, here's, a, here's a win, team. Uh, Ryan was big on the 49ers, said this would be a big. And genius. I, and genius I, I said that Cardinals are still a great team, I even, mean, without, Card- even again, without Kyler Murray. I bet this on the weekend, right? Hmm. No Kyler Murray. No running, they're running back at Adrian, yeah. and no A.J. Green or DeAndre Hopkins. Mm-hmm. And the genius Kyle Shanahan still can't get a win at home. It's just like, when are we going to stop with this Connor, guy? James I think Connor. the Zed Friends is going to be in a real way. Because if Trey Lance doesn't just ball out next yeah. year, they're going to be in a lot of trouble. Because they just look like an average football team. They don't look excited. They're boring. They're boring to watch. Jimmy G's really just... An mm-hmm. everyman quarterback. He doesn't feel he brings anything exciting. No excitement, yeah. You know, Elijah Mitchell's fine, but again, to lose to Colt McCoy and just get thumped when you're supposed to have a decent defense, it was yeah. it was just a bad loss to, to a team that I think people are now, the sheen is coming off of Kyle Shanahan, I think, and people are going to start getting tired of hearing how good he is and not seeing the results. Yeah, it's a very tough town. Uh, obviously, San Francisco. It's just the inconsistency. The running game, the passing game. Jimmy G, is he really the thing? 
You know, I had said before, and I'd always talked about this, I was a big fan of James Conner. Even when he was at the Steelers, I said he was underappreciated, underused, and he showed me right. Three touchdowns, yeah, yeah. best game of his career. Um, in, in fantasy, he was also He good. was on the benches of many people. I'm he was sure. on the benches of many people. And I tried to trade him in some of our leagues earlier, but people aren't... Now, obviously, no one's going to get rid of him. Um, a game I thought would turn out actually okay. I you know I thought this kid is exactly what you need. Jordan Love had been stewing yes. under the tutelage for a year of Aaron Rodgers... And he should, he should learn. He should take all of this in. He should put it together. What he did put together was a big steaming pile mm. of crap. And it's not like the Chiefs were good. This 13-7 game that we both watched, and I'm watching with a Packers fan, we're both like, this is a freaking horrible game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, it was just bad. He was super excited. But yeah, he wasn't great. Uh, again, it's his first start in Kansas City. It's a tough place to play. Like Again, I think the expectations, because... This is like, it's happened before. This is like history repeating. When Rodgers came in, he would be very competent when he yeah. came in right off the bat. And I just think it's it was just a tough situation. Um, there's not very much. Again, Chiefs, 13 points. Yeah. The Packers defense is really good. I think it is it's a good. very underrated defense. And I think with Rod, I think if anything now, the whole front office of Green Bay is like, shit, we got to get this guy. We got to get Rodgers to stay somehow. He's not going to come back. There's no way he's going to come back there. Well, they did, let him, they did let him just walk around. They got him to do whatever he want with COVID. Well, they. <laughs> and they backed him up. They didn't. They're, they're, the no, best. obviously. So they got fined. The Packers got fined 300 grand. Aaron Rodgers and Lazard got fined 14,000. Uh, for yeah, a which is a slap for on the And teams are livid. Yeah, of course they are. Everybody's livid now. And I think this drama, and you've got Shailene Woodley, his girlfriend, uh, fiance, is attacking people on Twitter now, going after the Daily Mail. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just... There's a fight. It's all this drama. And, you know, him, you know, using Pat McAfee as a spokesperson, I don't know, look, I, I, it's just so much. Yeah. And if, I, if you're a team like the Packers, who, you know, are a family, this is a community team, and drama boy, he's got his Hollywood girlfriend doing all this. This is not what you. This is Brett Favre getting drunk and Percocets all yeah. over again. You know, so it's it, just yeah. It was an ugly game. It wasn't fun. Justin Fields looked better than Jordan Love, which made me feel good. Yeah. But the refs, were, we'll get into that one. The Chiefs are not a good team. They're yeah, just not. They're just, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes struggled there. Like if Rodgers was in there, they would have got their asses. They would have got asses handed to them. So. But at the same time, the Chiefs lacked that running game. They got to get high. Well, yeah, they, they don't. got no running they got game no going. Running game. So again, yeah, they're they're in the exact they're they're Buffalo. They're yeah. two teams that right now are in a real bad spot. They got to win, but you don't you don't feel like they could. No. You, you feel like the Denver Broncos could put a lick on them if yeah. they wanted to. Uh, what's a, here's a beatdown game. Uh, L.A. Rams. Matt Stafford with back problems, obviously in pain. You could tell this. He was hobbled around. And the Titan, uh, the Titans without Derrick Henry, but they got old man Peterson, uh, twenty-eight to sixteen. Kind of an ugly game. The Rams or the Titans, you know, moved to first place in the AFC. You know what? The Titans are good at these games. The games where like everyone's given up on us. Yeah. Like, like the game last year where they played Buffalo, where they all had COVID, and they couldn't practice, and everyone in the NFL was pissed off at yeah. them, being like, "You're gonna ruin the league. You get your shit in order." And then they came out and just whooped Buffalo's yeah. ass. This week, it's like, oh, Henry's out. And they're like, listen, we can still do this. Game in, just whooped. Yeah, this is a real surprising game. Especially after all the hype of Von Miller coming. This team feeling like, oh, this is a Super Bowl run. And then you come out and you have, again, a weird week. Just shows that Tennessee is a well-coached team Mm -hmm. that comes out to play every single week. The last couple games, they've beaten Buffalo, Kansas City, and the Rams. They went 3-0 against those. When you were looking at the schedule, you were probably like, we're going to be like 1-2 in those games. Maybe 0-3. It is. It's scary the Stafford situation because this is your one chance, right? This is it. You're not. You well, don't. You, well, he's only thirties. No, no, no. But I'm, what I'm saying he's is, this, this team again. is geared up for this year, right? Everyone's geared for this year. 
It's not geared for next year. It's geared for this year. Well, I think they've got a window now of a couple of years. I, I don't think, think, I think no. they've got a couple of years. I, 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 would, dis- they, I would disagree with you on that. Depending if they re-sign Unlike other teams, they are geared for this year, and this is a year to win. And, and the problem being with Matt Stafford and his back, which he's had issues with his back before, is it's rearing its ugly head up now. Then what do you do when Matt Stafford gets hurt? You know, what, what happens when that sort of starts happening? So... You know, you obviously, they took a big dip. Everything sort of took a big dip in terms of the game. The defense, you sort of wonder where they are. Um, but LA's got to look at this and sort of go, look, man, we got to right this ship. This is now when people go halfway through the season and go, this is, okay, we got to fix this. Um, because they're losing to this. You know, you got to win these games. Yeah, especially if you want that number one seed. Because Tampa Bay is now just taking a big, well, they're tied now and they got the tiebreaker, but. You know, they Tampa Bay's schedule is so easy yeah. going forward, and Rams are going to have some really tough divisional games. Well, you got to look at this as almost like a Super Bowl game. Best team in the AFC, best game in the NFC, yeah. and you get thumped. You at get home. thumped yeah. at home uh, without any life in you. Moving on to our final game. Talk about getting thumped. Uh, we get thumped by the referees. Chicago Bears <laughs> lose to the NFL referees 29-27 to in a game which every Bears fan going, what the f- Fuck. Yeah, no, this the whole refing has been a problem. The refing has the been whole, bad all year, but Coriente, uh, you know, your family's being hunted by Chicago fans right now, and I feel bad. You saw what they did to, what is that guy named Berman, the yeah. guy, the Chicago fan yeah. who uh, caught the ball? Yeah, yeah. That game, they almost murdered him. Bears, ruined his life, so yeah. As a Bears fan, I've, I'm watching the media, I'm watching social media, and I'm, I'm afraid, because we'll watch it, and you're like, what a piece of shit. The and thing, now, social media, they're going to kill this guy. The thing I think that really frustrates fans is that... It never feels that there's any accountability with refs. Yeah. Where if an NFL player messes up, they get suspended, mm-hmm. shamed on public, on, on social media, everything in this. In the NFL, whenever a ref does an egregious error, you never even, they just kind of sweep it under the rug. Oh, yeah. You know, like moving a priest to another yeah. church is sure. kind of what they do. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're just moving. Yeah, no, we're moving. not going to talk about there's it. There's no kids in this town, is we'll there? Just, yeah. We'll just shuffle you off to <laughs> yeah. the CFL. There you go. Um, there is what it feels like. And it's, it's getting a problem. And this whole taunting rule is going to come back and bite them because it's going to ruin yeah. the playoff game. It's going to come because emotions going to, when the playoffs come, emotions yeah. are going to come. And a taunting call is going to lose someone a game. And it is going to, NFL is going to be in a lot of trouble with this rule. They've they got to have some consistency. The problem is it's so subjective. Yeah. Right? It's like saying like a comedy, a comedy is so subjective. Like, I think this is taunting. Yeah. I didn't think when he's staring at someone is not taunting. No. A team used to play like for. Like if he did the DX to yeah. them or something. He looked, he looked over. He just sta- He did walk over and stare at them. But come on, Yeah, man. but you, like, how many other teams? How many hip checks them? Yeah, how, well, did TJ Watt, TJ Watt does a celebration when he, sacks, uh, when he sacks Justin Fields one of the three times. Why does that matter? Marsh did a good ninja kick after that sack, and they didn't give him a penalty for yeah, that. Yeah, TJ Watt had three sacks and did celebrations on no, each one of them. No, I know, but what I'm saying, that's what I'm saying. There's no consistency. The, There's prob- no, the problem subject- is, like like anything, as you say, it comes to, even in legal things, you've got to have guilty act and guilty mind. And the one thing that the officials seem to be doing is is finding people for what they think is in, in guys' heads. I think he's going to yeah, taunt. Yeah. And, and that's when we get into trouble. The thought police. The thought police, they put a gun to your head. It's For me, yeah. after that, it was robot refs. refs. I was like, robot refs, this is absolute garbage. Yeah. The Bears were humiliated in penalties. 12 penalties, 122 yards. Look, the Bears did make some penalties, but we won that game. That yeah. game, we outscored them. 
Pittsburgh Steelers were crap. I was livid about this yeah. game. I mean, like just every such Bears a Steelers fan. Thing. How are the Steelers even five and three now? I think that's it good. was it's just, it's just not a good the team. most blatant bad refing I had seen. And as Bears fans, the next day, we're all, all of us just collectively going, "What is yeah. going on?" It was so bad. You know what? It's going to happen again. Najee Harris had a good game. Najee Harris is always great. been good. He's uh, pretty much their whole offense. Although he did have an issue too, because ESPN reporters out and are like, you know, when he was in university, he was sleeping on the floor. And it was tough, and he's like, he's afterwards on Twitter, he's like, that never happened. That yeah. never happened. Why are you lying about my life? That's so weird. It's so bad. He's like, I slept in a bed. Like it's just <laughs> so. Uh, it, just, it was a frustrating week nine. Bed of nails. Angry week nine. Uh, in week nine, and obviously the time change and all that. But we've got week ten coming up, uh, which is very exciting. Uh, Ryan and I will be previewing that. We just want to get this podcast down where we can just vent about Buffalo and Chicago yeah. and yeah. everything else. Uh, make sure this weekend, when you're doing uh, Sunday Funday, we've got Sports Bar and Grill Old Street, open till 12.30 a.m. Sports Bar and Grill Clapham, open till 11 p.m. And the Princess Alex and Crouch End, open till 12.30 a.m. as well. They also show NCAA football. we got DraftKings. We do our DraftKings contests. Uh, they're fun to play. Ryan and I play in them. we got free and paid contests. Uh, and Thanksgiving, everyone, coming up Thanksgiving. Sports Bar and Grill Old Street is doing a party. Sports Bar and Grill Clapham doing a party. They are not going to do Thanksgiving menu, though. Only because in our experience, folks, people butcher it. And there's never really been a good Thanksgiving meal. We did that one that one sports bar in Victoria that did that friggin' pizza. Yeah, pizza cranberry ones. turkey pizza. <laughs> we're just we're not gonna it's just NFL everyone. Bears and Lions at five thirty, Raiders and Cowboys at nine thirty. It's gonna be great. Everyone, thanks for listening. And that is this episode of this podcast. Stay safe, enjoy the NFL.